What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome Welcome to you. you. Can sip with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. This is a special out of nowhere. This is a out of nowhere a special little episode. I mean, they're all special. They're all because special. we're recording earlier. Yes. Yes. Don't you think it's a, it well, feels it's like a little kind of coffee chat? It's like a little fun. um. Yeah, it's a morning situation. Um, yes. Because we're recording on the weekend, and normally we try to do during nap time, but. We've got both of us, both of our houses with the schedules, the way it worked out had to be early this morning. So yeah, I'm sipping on a little matcha latte. What are you sipping? Ooh, matcha latte. Nice. Just like the uh, straight up powder from somewhere or like something you're loving right now? Um, I'll tell you what. I did buy those clever tea things or whatever they are. Yeah. Clever. I I returned them. I didn't like them. You didn't like them. I got the chai and I got the coffee. Oh. And I didn't like any of them. I don't think I oh. like the, must be the coconut, whatever the coconut powder is that they use. I don't know. I couldn't finish a single cup. Did you do it with them. the macadamia milk? Uh, probably. Usually yeah. I do like hot milk or hot water and then yeah. top it. So it'd be like two thirds water and then top it with the milk. Um, oh. I didn't add any creamer to it. because. And did you it froth it? it. Um, no, but I don't think frothing, it's a flavor thing to me. Frothing is oh, okay. not. It's not really the experience. It was the taste. I was like, mm, I can't do this. So I wrote oh. to them and they said, uh, they'll refund me, but I can keep all the products. So I was going to see. I'm gonna okay. See Try happens. one more time with just macadamia nut, matcha powder and froth it like crazy. So that's the how thing I- is, is I'm not going to, then that is not selling me. Like, I'm not going to take, like, oh, in order for me to enjoy this, I have to make it a whole spectacle and That's event. That's what I do. I am right? queen You're the spectacle. romance of life. You're the I'm romance of life. Yeah, I am queen, efficient, get in me as quickly as possible, move on to the next task. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. So I know. Like, next time you're at my here's house. Here's where you went wrong, Ashley. <laughs> no, you okay. Next time I'm at minutes. your yeah. house. Right. I will whip it up. This is great. I don't have to travel with my supply. And I'll send it back home with you. Could you make a little spot in your pantry for me? Yeah. Could you put a little label that just says Call's Corner? Call's Call's Corner. Could you do that? Yes, I will. That'd be great. Thanks. And just put those right, just file them away for me. Okay, I'll do that. But so what are you sipping on then? It's just, yeah. So I just do like a matcha that I get from Amazon. It's, you know, organic ceremonial grade. Try to get the good quality or whatever. Yeah. Um, But it's like just a whatever. And then I add, I do, you know, half thing hot water probably. I do a little pistachio creamer. I do a little bit of collagen. And then topped it with the uh, lechia macadamia nut milk. And is it perfect? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's good. I have a lewd latte happening. Yeah. And you got a nice, gla- you got the clear glass. You can see the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I did a, um, you know, obviously it's fr- freshly ground espresso. Right. Well, yes. Packed in, uh, hot off the press, topped with steamed milk. That's it. Do you? Nothing else. No topping, no cinnamon. I sometimes get fancier. And it's just like your straight up cup of classic, yeah. Joe. Cup of and classic. it's slapping. It's slapping. 
<laughs> How's your um, latte art going? Because I feel like you were sort of dabbling in that for a little bit. I did dabble, and then I just honestly forgot about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not. There's no intention. Some days I'll I'll throw in the milk, and then I'll think, oh, that looks like it could be a heart. Yeah. You know, I take a sip and I forget about it. But uh-huh. I should I should get back into it because I had a lot of promise. I yeah yeah I think like anything you put your mind to, you could be excellent. <laughs> I could it. be. Yeah. Um, but I saw something, I think it was on TikTok the other day. I almost sent it to you and I thought, ah, she's got it. She's got it. But know? it was uh, the steps on how to make latte art. It was like three little hearts and it was like you swirl it or, and it had a like a cardboard thing on top of the cup to show you. You swirl once, you swirl twice, and then you drop, drop, drop and drag. And then they showed what it looked like on execution. And I need that. I, thought, I don't yeah, have let it. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. Find I don't it. have it. I you thought, thought oh, basic. I had that video well, this, or no, like it seems like, oh, like she, it was a little basic. And I thought she told me she started this latte art several weeks, if not months ago. <laughs> She's got the basic stuff down. I thought, let's not clog that up. But I haven't looked at a single video because I wanted right. my art to be organic. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, a because that's the original. essence of art. Yeah, well, that's but true. now oh, let's shoot. just say, Hold but on. let's just say, send me the video because I'm open minded to see what other artists are doing now that I have my own established lane. I'll see if I can find that video. And right now, my internet's yeah. not working, of course. So I'll see if I can find the video and send it, send it your way, and then you could critique them. Yeah, you know, and all of this is this. Yes, I will critique them. Maybe I'll make my own videos. Yeah, I think we're starting a new YouTube channel. Right. Novice. Uh, you could do like a, you know, latte art for dummies. Yeah. And I, uh, AKA I'm the dummy yeah. until I'm not a dummy anymore. Yeah. Watch me become not a dummy. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Maybe actually this is better served on Instagram because then my, like people go and they click on whatever post and then they can scroll and then each post as they scroll back in time gets progressively worse. Right. They'll say, whoa, dummyville there. And then we're exit we're we're gonna end at expert do you guys level. want me to do this yeah all right i'm yes. gonna start an instagram page <gasps> oh Mark my, my God. Words. i'm gonna start an instagram page and and every day that i make a latte i'm gonna post yeah. my art great and i don't know how many videos i'm gonna watch to get better but at some point i will get better you will get better. And I'm going to see what Instagram handles are available. So stay tuned. But it'll be something along the line of Calls Cafe. Oh, my gosh. It'll be something along the lines of that. So That's adorable. Calls Cafe. All right. T- Speaking of getting tuned. better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. What? Tell me more. What do I need to know about getting better? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is something that we've talked to you guys about many times. It's online therapy done with professionals, you know, clinically trained professionals, and you get to do it right from your own home. We are big fans of growth and brain health around here. You know I'm going to therapy. And when you're at your best, you can do great things, right? We all know that. We've been, we've lived high vibe before. But sometimes things happen and you can get a little bogged down or you feel overwhelmed and it leads to you not showing up in the way that you want. Or maybe, you know, you've got some stuff from your childhood you got to work through or whatever it is. What I have loved about BetterHelp is I go online 
And you'll do the same thing. You go online, you take a quiz kind of about what it is you're dealing with, what you're looking for, where you live, and then it will match you with a ton of therapists that you can then meet with within like 24 hours. And um, you can do a video chat. You could do a phone phone call or even just like text, you know, typing it out if you don't want to do any of the talking out loud to somebody if you're not there yet. But you do it from your own home. And I like that you can switch therapists at any time if it doesn't feel like a, the right fit for you, right? It's convenient, it's flexible, affordable, and entirely online, which means you can do it right from home. That questionnaire has been really helpful for me, the one that you'll fill out, uh, because as I've sort of switched what I want to focus on, there's been like specific specific events I wanted to work through. And then when I wanted to work through more like childhood stuff, um, and then I wanted to work through more like present day, you know, mental health type stuff, I can switch my therapist whenever I want and switch my answers, which is been made this so convenient for me. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash sip today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash sip. All right. So all this all this art latte morning cup of joe thing yes. is to say this is a quick sip episode. Quick hit. This quick is a quick sip, sip episode yeah. because life. Okay. So our first two sips um is coming in hot from a soon to be new mom. This is always I love giving two sips on soon to be new moms because there's a lot of yeah. things that people don't tell you and this there's a lot that you you know you need to like don't stress you got this yes. and also there's so many things i wish someone would have said so here we go uh she said i'm about to give birth to my first baby and feeling anxious about setting boundaries with my in-laws who haven't really asked to come stay with us after baby is born but rather insisted to help while i'm thankful for the support there have already been things mentioned about how they will be helping with baby late night feedings etc while i get some sleep but those are things i'm wanting to be able to bond with my baby i imagine i'm going to need help in other ways making meals cleaning I remember one episode where Call mentioned how <clears throat> how uh, I can't but how people helping should be doing other things rather than being all over the baby because mom should be doing that. Um, because I will want that. I'm feeling like I need to explain that, and I can't remember. Okay, so she's trying to recall like a past episode where we talked about all this. Okay. Um, I'm all for sharing something beforehand, written via social media where everyone can read so I don't have to be confrontational in the moment. I suppose you could call it passive aggressive, but I know they mean well and I don't want to hurt their feelings. I just know certain boundaries will need to be set and looking for the best way to do that. Maybe I can share a clip from your podcast. (laughs) Thankful Thankful for any advice you have and always thankful for you both. Um, I've listened to you through all the stages of life, single party girl to wife to pregnancy and budding new mom, and can't thank you enough for all the laughs, all the feels, and virtual friendship Mm. and support along the way. It's so nice. Keep doing what you're doing, ladies. You're touching lives in more ways than you know. Um, Well, first of all, congratulations on about to be new mom. And I, I, it makes me happy that you're thinking about this like in general because you're already going to mm. be set up better than than 
not mm-hmm. than just being like sort of tired, uh, exhausted, and then not having the words or mm-hmm. even knowing what the feelings are, like not being able to understand what is it in me that is like churning. I have had a couple of friends who have just had who've just become new parents. And prior to becoming new parents, they were like, yes, Mm -hmm. I want like all these people, you know, to come stay with me and stuff. And then when they're in it, they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like this is now I understand, you know, why. Um, I might let your my two cents is our two sips rather is if you feel this is sounds like it's family. I think you said in-laws. you might you might want some of the help that they're offering that you don't think you want right now. You might. So leave that possibility open to yourself because I will tell you having people to help with late night feedings was something I didn't know that I would want or need until I was in it. And like with with Ben specifically, having my mom over for late night feedings and with Ellie mm. saved my life save my life just having that companionship and like someone to help change diapers or especially during some of those first few weeks where they're like um there's going to be stages where baby's really fussy because like their digestive tract is like well and they're doing like things in the world and there's now, a lot that happens scary and uncomfortable and yeah yeah fourth trimester and oh my god this one time with ellie just so recently um, and we had a doula with Ellie because I knew, oh my gosh, late time feedings and those night times, I really would like company because I was I was getting lonely. And uh, there was a night where Ellie was just fussy, really fussy, like inconsolable, right? She'd had the diaper change, the burping, the feeding, the you name it. She had it. And my mom was with me that night. And um, I had just fed her for like the third time in 45 minutes because she was like cluster feeding, right? And so we knew we knew she was going to be okay for a little while. And I'm like, mom, you know, this is – it was like only night yeah. nine or something, but had been not – you know, and I knew that I had weeks ahead of me. And, and my mom said, um, just go lay down. Just go lay down. And she – I remember waking up, I think it was like three, two hours later or something, two and a half hours later, and it was quiet in the house. And I thought, yeah, what has been going on since I've been asleep? Like, where? And I thought, no way is my mom still here. What is happening? And I was very disoriented because yeah. this is the first time I'd gotten like a really good chunk of sleep like that day. And I walked into Ellie's room and I burst into happy tears and th- gratitude tears because my ever since my mom told me to go lay down, she was sitting in the rocker with Ellie rocking her back and forth, 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 back and forth for two, over two hours. Didn't go to the bathroom, didn't get up, didn't come to get anyone. She had a phone right next to her. She could have called for help, but she didn't. And she just was like, well, I knew, I knew that you would be able to get some sleep if I just sat here and rocked her. And I I I still cry thinking about that because it's love. And so um, I know this is a really long answer, Boundaries are really good to set. And I think because it sounds like these people are coming at a place of love and maybe letting them in of, hey, these are some of the things I'm nervous about that I've heard other people say, right? Like I haven't been a new mom yet, but here's some of the things I've heard from other new moms. So you're kind of making it a third party. Maybe it's this podcast, right? Of like, I heard it be said that like 
a lot of things new moms wish they had were like help with meals or help with dishes or making sure that they had their home kind of to themselves to be able to be comfortable breastfeeding. And I'm anticipating not knowing what I'm going to need specifically until I'm in it. So maybe we could set up where you guys are staying in Airbnb and I can have you on demand for like how I need you as I need you once I know really what I need. Or I'm really feeling like like the feeds and those things I'm going to really want to be taking the lead on. So let me think of some other ways that we can plan on you supporting me those first couple weeks until I get some things into place and really know how to maximize like all the amazing help that you're offering, right? Like I think just profit you can almost get in front of it right now of like there's going to be boundary setting. I just don't know exactly what those are yet. And can you create some space for me to really figure that out and then let you know? And can we have good communication around it? And thank you for like wanting to be there. Because I could see myself in however many years being kind of an aggressive mother-in-law or parent around help. Like wanting to be like, oh my gosh, this is your first time baby. And I've been through this a couple of times. And I could see forgetting how it feels to be like brand new mom and like wanting to really go in on like, I'm going to stay with you and cook yeah. meals and hold the baby and do the things. Mm-hmm. Like I could see myself doing that. I cannot Fast see forward however many years from now. So, right. But coming from a place of love of like, I want to wrap you up in my arms and like really help you get through this because my biggest takeaway from this is like from the last couple of times is how much more yeah. help I did need than I thought <clears throat> yeah. I would need. But also that boundaries. I um, agree with some of those. I was gonna say some of the similar things, but I I don't know where I was trying to put myself in your shoes. Like what? Because normally I'm very I don't people call it confrontation. I'm like it's just conversation. Like confrontation doesn't bother me at all. But I do think there is because you know it's coming from love. You don't want to hurt. It's your in laws, which is different than your. So I think if I were having this fear about my husband's parents. I would probably be having this conversation with my husband instead of his parents directly and say, Hey babe, I'm actually really nervous about this. I'm excited for the help that your parents are going to offer. And I know that it's coming from a good place, but I've just heard around that like new moms kind of want that time with their baby. And I don't know what I'm going to need. I do think that there will be time like during, it is such a gift, um, during the day, even if, after you feed, if you can go sleep for solid two hours, um, like it will be amazing for you. So I do think that there's something with that, but I, that's when I said, I couldn't see you doing that. I feel like one of the things that you remember so much, like viscerally as a new mom is how you needed help with like meals and cleaning and so, and not really the baby. So I imagine, yes, you will want to help, but you'll remember, let me help do all the other things first. And then if the mom seems like she needs a break from the baby or not a break from the baby, but really needs a nap, then I'll offer. I feel like I'll be the same way of like, you, you lead this, you steer the ship, you know, and I'll kind of like help cook and clean. And then of course they want to like hold the baby, but they will get loving. What I did when Matt came, um, Revy was, sick. She had RSV. So we were trying to keep them separate, but my parents came and stayed. And essentially what I did was I didn't leave our master bedroom really. And I didn't really interact with my parents. I guess that's different because it was my parents, but I would have that conversation with your husband and maybe make your master bedroom your sanctuary. And then you can be the one that says, 
hey, could you watch him or her for a couple of hours while I sleep? Or you can go out and you can like talk if you want. But I just had that space and the baby will stay in your room with you for the first couple months probably. Um, so like yeah. just have that be your base. And I mean, John, John brought me water. He brought me food. I also had a C-section. So like I wasn't really mobile, but I think the best yeah. thing that you can do is yes, have this conversation preemptively. If you feel comfortable having it with them, have it with them or have it with your husband and have him be sort of the go between. And I do wonder sometimes if I'm coming, like you and I come from a place of privilege of having a very hands-on, super supportive partner. Um, but let's hope that yeah. you, know, you also have that and you can say, this is, I, I don't know, like what you said, call, I don't know how I'm going to feel, but I just am yeah. really nervous and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I feel like this is what I'm going to need. And is it okay if I like let you know as I'm in it and we're kind of learning. I don't know if they necessarily need to stay in an Airbnb. I mean, you can see what they think about that. I feel like both my parents and John's parents would probably be offended by that, which is on them. Like, that's fine if that's what you need. But that's why I think making your bedroom a sanctuary where you still have that separation. Um, Because I also feel like our parents' generation, I don't know how yours are, but all of my parents' generation and older are very frugal. And I think part of it is they were raised by uh, the great depression parents basically, you know? So like all of my parents, you know, their parents really struggled. And so I feel like their, their frugality is something I notice and I appreciate. Um, so hopefully you can talk to the husband if you can't, but I do think like you said, doing this before the baby comes. And I also think you might want more help than you think, but do not be selfish. Like saying, if they say, can I hold him or her? And you say, actually, I kind of want to right now. Like it's totally fine. And that like, if their feelings get hurt, then that's fine because that is the most important time for you really. And for the baby is to bond with you and the dad, not the grandparents. Like there, there's no science really that I don't think that says like grandparents skin to skin. I mean, of course it's good for your heart and it's good for you to see, and it's good for their hearts and everything. But really, it's really important that you, the mom gets that time with the baby as much as possible. Yeah. I just had an idea. You could use that to empower them now. So you could say, uh, one of the things I'm learning a lot about is the importance mm. of skin to skin for mom Especially and baby if the she first wants to two nurse. weeks. And, I mean, even if you don't, but yes. Yes. And like, I'm nervous about, you can say like, not you guys, but I, I'm nervous about, you know, kind of create, yeah. like bring them into the fold. I'm like, I'm nervous about visitors coming over and you know one of the things i've heard a lot about is visitors coming over and kind of like taking baby for long periods of time and like you know you just be like i'm kind of getting antsy just thinking about that could you guys kind of be yeah my guardians of time with my baby so if you're like like in those environments like can you help me make sure that I'm getting that precious bonding time, especially those, yeah. you know, first couple of weeks and bring them into the fold and let them, you know, help. I think if I got that specific instruction yes. from someone, I'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, mm-hmm. I have a purpose. And that is to keep this baby like mm-hmm. for, by and large in mother's arms, you know, so best of luck. You're going to do great. Keep us posted. Okay. Do you remember we had a soul sipper write to us sharing um, about how they were unable to have children and worrying about disappointing a man in the yes, future. Yes, yes, yes. So it was 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So this listener wrote, she said, not, not well, sure if you guys do. care or not. Smiley face, laughy emoji. Yeah, we do. But you guys read and discussed mm. my two sips on Patreon about being unable to have children and worrying about disappointing a man in my future. I'm happy to report I got engaged this past weekend and could not mm. feel more accepted and celebrated to be truly me. Whether it be fostering, adopting, or surrogacy, we mm. know the future has wonderful plans for us. I can't help but thank you both wow. for being here through the years to get me through the lows and now the highs of the highs. Oh my gosh. Both. Congratulations. That is so, yes, so, so, so cool. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. The weather outside may be frightful, but Jenny Kane is here to make it delightful. Jenny Kane is your go-to shopping destination for classic, comfortable, and California-inspired clothes. From the cashmere knit sweater you're obsessed with to the incredibly comfortable slippers you never want to take off. With elevated everyday basics and wardrobe essentials, getting dressed and keeping cozy is easier than ever before. When it comes to investing in a uniform that'll last, I'm going Jenny Kane. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code SIP to get 15% off. Here's the thing, and I've talked about this on the pod, I think a couple of times at this point. I had my closet reorganized and I am building a capsule closet. And for that capsule closet, I want pieces that are elevated, that are going to last, pieces that I'm going to be able to build on in my closet with all kinds of other things and know that I'm always going to get compliments. I love the feeling when someone compliments on my outfit. I have the most beautiful Jenny Kane cashmere hoodie. I love it. It is my one of my new most beloved staples in my closet. And I know every time I put that thing on, I'm feeling good and the compliments are coming my way. Jenny Kane is that brand. If you go to their site, it's the most aesthetically pleasing, minimalistic California dream look. Again, they're known for their staple cashmere sweaters from their best-selling cocoon cardigan with a relaxed fit and ultra cozy silhouette to their lightweight and luxe fisherman sweater. The fisherman sweater is what I have. These are core pieces that you can dress up or dress down all season long, perfectly paired with weekends or work days. They look so put together, layered, or worn solo. So find your favorite pieces at JennyKane.com. Again, our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SIP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J E N N I K A Y N E.com. Promo code Sip. New year, new me, new clothes with Jenny Kane. Okay. Do we have time for one Before, more? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. There was a good one that I saw just a moment ago that had a question for us. Oh, shoot. Well, we might as well just keep it in the mo- in the sure. in the mom theme. Okay, last last one. This isn't going to be light and breezy. This one's going to be but short. Hey, girls, just wanted to start this out by saying you two light up my weeks. I have been going through a tough time mm. trying to balance everything as a new mom. I'm four months postpartum and having trouble adjusting oh. going back to work. Um, 
After I came back from maternity leave, I was offered a position I waited years for and I was very excited for. However, after a month of being back to work, I decided I couldn't do full time anymore. I didn't feel safe driving half awake every day and dearly missed my sleep. I decided to go part time and lost my job opportunity that I had been waiting for. Now I feel the urge to become a stay at home mom as my baby is becoming more clingy. However, I like to see all of my work friends and get out of the house. I'm really torn about how I should tackle this. Uh, going, transitioning to a stay-at-home mom? Like if she should be a stay-at-home mom or if she should continue. uh, Sarah, here's what I, I heard this on a podcast. um, And I think, well, I don't know. I'm probably blending a few things. One of them. Yeah, yeah. I want to say like credit Liz Gilbert, but it could have been Cheryl Strayed. She talked, and I think I've referenced it here. She talked about instead of a to-do list, she talks about like a to-know list. Um, And what I say to every single one of my clients, no one can know what the right choice is for you. You just want to like your reasons for making it, right? So, and then you, once you make the call, once you make the choice, whatever you decide, then you have your back on it. And that is a very, that's the hardest part, right? Because say you decide to become a stay-at-home mom and then a couple years later you have, you're like, actually, I think I miss work or whatever. And then you'll, you'll want to say, I should never have left that or I should have taken that position. You're not going to be allowed to do that, right? Or say you stay at work and then a couple of years, you're like, oh man, I'm missing so much stuff. I should have gone home and I have, you're not allowed to do that. So what you're going to do is like write down a to-know list. So let's say, you want to be a stay like write down all the reasons why you want to be a stay at home mom, write down all the reasons why you would stay at your job and decide which list you like better. Like which one feels better to you, right? You just want to like your reasons for doing it because there is no right or wrong decision here. There's only what feels good to you now. And then it's making sure like something came up for me recently where, um, I made a decision a couple years ago that, uh, someone asked me for more of my time and I decided I couldn't give it. And, um, lately my priorities have shifted. I've grown, I've changed. And it's like, actually, I want to make that a priority now. I want to give more of my time. And so I've noticed my brain wanting to present me with, yeah, but you probably really hurt that person when they asked for this. And like, man, I wish you never would have said. And then it's like, I just have to remind myself, I chose the best thing I could at that time. That was the right choice for me at the time. I'm different now. So I would choose different now, but at the time that was right. So it's just like not allowing yourself to beat yourself up or say that it's a wrong choice. Um, and just knowing that at this moment, that is the right choice for you. And I don't think that you can mess this up. I think, and I think you will, you just have to decide where you're going to thrive best, you know? Yes. Yep. Um, Going back to work is Mm. a tough chapter. So understand you're in a period of transition, whichever way, you know, you decide to transition. Like Ashley said, you cannot mess this up. Like you, you know, fast forward however many years, whatever decision you make will be the right one because it'll be the one you made. Um, However, I will say, Ellie is seven months now, um, and I am just now at work feeling like my brain is operating at the capacity that it had been before, like when I was second trimester pregnant, or second, you know, second, um, yeah, trimester pregnant. Yeah. I just said yeah. my brain's working Whoopsies. Second guess my words. Chalk that up to not having finished my coffee and also that my 100% is still a little dodgy most times. But listen, seven months 
in and it's just now. And I've, I remember sharing with a friend of mine who's a very new mom and I was only, Ellie was only, you know, three and a half months and I'd just gotten back to work. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. My brain is not working and I'm so frustrated and I'm still not sleeping. And she said, Colleen, you know, my, her son is six months. And she said, trust me at six months, it's going to start to get better, but give yourself some space. And so the one piece of, of advice that I have is give, don't make any rash decisions before little baby is like six months, because at six months, you're at least going to be able to, to like have a little more balance in your own well-being, to be able to be a little more thoughtful all around but like get you kind of have to almost like get through this little chunk of time and then the you'll be able to see things i think more clearly and then whatever you decide you're going to be you're going to do great we do uh moms in america such a disservice by you know the the reason why it's hard is because it's not natural this is not natural to have to be trying to juggle everything you're juggling the system is not and set I think up you're for doing us, right job. like it was set up for moms to yes. just be like rearing children and raising children not to work. And now we've been asked, and it's wonderful. Like, I'm so grateful that we live at this time where women can work and have full-time careers, but nothing's really shifted like society-wise over to men to take anything off the the women's plate. It's just like adding more. Um, So yeah, yeah, it's weird. And the other thing I thought of when I, it was came to me in a different context, but when I decided to leave my corporate job and pursue, you know, my entrepreneurial stuff, I was all bent out of shape. And I I dragged that decision on for a long time. And I was really emotional. I told my manager about it. And he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ashley, this is not life and death. You can just go try this. And if you don't like it, you can always come back, you know, and not necessarily in that role, like my position. But I loved that. Like you could try if you wanted to. I like the idea of waiting until your baby's six months. Um, But you could always try and see if you like being a stay at home mom. And it's not life and death. The corporate world's not going anywhere. You will yeah. be needed, you know, if you decide you want to go It's not going back. anywhere. Yep. Yep. And I also think it's shitty that that job, you know, you've been waiting forever. I also feel like there have been moments in my mm. career where I'm like, man, pregnancy and new mom, it just sucks. Well, and that's, that's like the system not being set Serena up Serena Williams, and it's okay to be part mad of her retirement that. was like, if yeah. I was Tom Brady, I'd still be playing, right? But like, if I want to grow my family, yeah. I'm the one that has to like – Husband can't carry the child. I have to do it. So I have to step away from the court or I'd still be here. And it's like, that's, yeah. Yep. It is the way it is. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. Let's bring it home for some rant and raves. Yeah. Okay. I have a rant and I don't know where this is coming from, but lately I'm waking up in the middle. I go to bed. I have my eye patch. I like, I'm all set. This has never happened before in my life. I've changed nothing about the way I sleep. And over the last, two, three months. More times than not, I wake up in the middle of the night and I have outside yeah. of my ear, like on the outside part, not the inside, a lot of pain, like throbbing pain. And it must be that oh. my ear has grown <laughs> or something has happened. And then the way that I'm sleeping, yes. it's like it almost feels like I'm bending it in a weird way. And then I wake up yeah. and it's like resetting or something, but I Just don't know what side. the hell I'm doing in the middle of the night. Do I need to get a camera on myself? Like we talked about right, gro- go proing cats, like on Patreon or somewhere else. I need to go. How do I do it? I need a baby, ca- yeah. a baby monitor. 
that records so I can figure is it out just one ear what is happening and your sleep mask one goes ear. around your head not, around, not like ma- face mask right that goes around your so whoa correct yeah just chalk it unsolved up. mystery in my it, life it would that be like is- oh very common postpartum I feel like when I was pregnant and postpartum <laughs> anything at all I could be experiencing and you'd google like yeah. is this normal during absolutely it's normal this is a part of it and you're like yeah okay if no, I Google it, I will find whatever yeah. answer is yeah. the worst scenario. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're about Hurry to have up. a heart I'm attack. I'm surprised you're still breathing. Like, I will figure yeah. out how to make it so don't detrimental. But yeah, yeah we got to get to the bottom of this. My rant, <laughs> I mean, rant? honestly, now is just this season of sickness. It feels like it's never ending. And yes. I will say the bright spot in this is. Uh, one nurse told me this and I talked about on my stories and then tons of nurses were like, yes, yes, yes to that, which is that this season is especially bad because everyone that was supposed to have some of these illnesses, these weird bugs and RSV and this flu over the last couple of years didn't get it because we were all quarantined and, you know, like keeping our masks and stuff on. So everybody is getting it this year. And so we're all, lots of us are building the immunity now and next winter will be better. And all the nurses were like, yes, yes, yes. But this winter has been brutal. And we just got finally, we just got Mac on, she prescribed Singular, which is a tab for allergies and asthma that he takes every day. And his cough is getting better. It's still there, but it's getting better. And then for him to wake up with a fever, it's like, May- and then we got three different notices so from his daycare this week that was yes. like not in his class, but the next door one. And sometimes they swap back and forth. Um, one was hand, foot and mouth. One was a stomach bug. And then one was strep throat. Hey, we just got a confirmed case of strep. Hey, we. And so it's mm. like a matter of time, but it's just so it's like it's so hard on parents, you know. Well, and obviously on the little kids. Mm. But yeah, it's just it's and it's stop. been just nonstop for everyone, every person that I know who has young kids, it's one thing after the next. And knock on wood, I told Chris last night, I was like, yeah, it's been smooth sailing since RSV any moment now. Because like every month and a half, something's going to come through. brutal winter. Something's going to come through. We're overdue. And I know that I just totally put that, I mean, I just put it, I don't want to be defeatist, but it is what it is. Um, Rave for me is kids music that Ben wants to listen to over and over and over sometimes sucks. And sometimes there's a bop. And one of those bops that he, Ooh. this is the only thing yeah. he wants to listen to like in the car when I pick him up from school oh. is The Grinch. Uh, yes. yes. You're a mean one yes. from Tyler, the creator. I don't know where that's been you're my entire one. life. Yeah. But let me tell you're you, a bad you're a bad My banana. kids will run around the house saying <laughs> bad banana. It's the cutest. Yeah. La, la, la. It is a bop. He's like, can we listen to the Absolutely, Grinch? Absolutely, buddy. That is Absolutely. a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what's, this what's is going to be very rave? singular to this, probably us, state of Arizona. But the freaking, I try to capture most nights, the sunsets in Arizona this time of year. I try to capture and I put it on my stories. But even that is like, a, I don't know, a third of how beautiful, you know, the camera just never captures it. But the whole freaking sky is lit up glowing and it 
it starts over here opposite of where the sun is opposite horizon and it's like blue like a gradient blue and purple kind of thing and then as the sun hits the down the the horizon the whole sky is on yeah. fire bright oranges and reds oh. and pinks and it's stun and every ever it i almost catch my breath like every night when I see it and I just have to stop mm. and I say, kids, get out here. Come look at this sky is unbelievable. And it's just, yes, let's dance. In just the sunset un- and then light. a double the ran on top of hour. that is yeah. the Lady Gaga song. Always remember us this way that it starts out. That Arizona. And I forgot all about it until when you were here one time. And I don't know if it was this time of year. We went for a walk and you filmed it and you remember put the Arizona, that song. The yeah, I threw out you my threw back, out on your that back walk. shortly but after. But you put that song on and I thought, <laughs> yes, I'm living in a dream. You're I'm living, living in, in a, a Gaga dream. song. Yeah, Look at you, romance of life. You put it on stories. And when people put sunsets and sunrises never, on stories, ever. it never does it justice. And I look at those stories and yeah. I catches my, it catches my breath. And yeah. I'm like, if it's doing this what over stories like? to me. I, yeah. I mean, are you alive? Like, what's it doing to you? Every night. You it's know? Unbelievable. And it's just this time of year. It's beautiful. I can't yeah. wait to go there in there. a matter of weeks. I'll I hope this. Tell the sunsets yeah. to stick around for me. I'll put that next to your little spot in the pantry. The sunset instructions, you know? Perfect. 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 And you guys stick around for us. We love you always. Forever and always. See you next Tuesday. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.